things don't feel right right now, if you feel a little blah, you are not alone. And we will talk about languishing and what it means to languish in a pandemic and the fear of languishing on a gap year. Take a listen. sharing their stories, ideas, and experts diving deep into how you can make the right decisions in order to have a meaningful gap year. This is the place to be no matter where you are on your gap year journey. I'm Michelle Dittmer, your resident gap year expert. Let's jump right in. And welcome to the Gap Year Podcast. My name is Michelle Dittmer and I am your host and Gap Year expert. Today's topic is not all rainbows, sunshine, and lollipops. We are going to be diving into the idea of languishing. Now, if you're not familiar with this, there was a New York Times article that has really made this a popular term because it's a state of being that a lot of people are experiencing right now. We're over a year into this pandemic and and we're not feeling optimal. We're not feeling our best as a whole, as society. Now, some are experiencing some very, very traumatic pieces to being in a pandemic, and some people are just languishing. Now, we're past baking bread, we're past board games, we're past getting together for fun Zoom or Google Meets with our friends or family, like long gone are those days. And now we are just getting through each day, day by day. And the New York Times article has really brought about this concept of languishing. And what they call it in the article is a sense of stagnation and emptiness. And they say it feels like you're muddling through your days, looking at your life through a foggy windshield. So raise your hand if this feels like you right now. Um, My hand is definitely in the air. So we're all experiencing languishing to some different degree. It's not depression. It's not burnout. But we're definitely not flourishing or thriving. We are just being. We're just languishing. And so it's a really nice term that we can sum up all of those feelings in. Um, I will put a link to that article in the show notes. So if you have seen it, you can check it out there. It's very, very interesting um, and and really struck a chord with me. But it's also striking a chord with uh, a lot of students. And this is one of the big fears that a lot of people have when they're thinking about a gap year is they don't want to just be there. They don't want to just watch time go by. They don't want to lose motivation. They don't want to languish. And that is a real fear for young people without those structures and supports of the school system that they're used to operating in or you're used to operating in. We can really be scared of that idea of languishing. 
Um, so although we all set out with really good intentions to to make the best of our 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 pandemic time, like getting all those unfinished products projects done or read all those books or get better grades or get outside more, all of that has really kind of passed us by and people on a gap year or people thinking of a gap year are concerned that that might exist for them if they choose to take a gap year. So there are some similarities between pandemic languishing and gap year in action, but let's really explore what that looks like. So when we talk about pandemic languishing, it can be a response to feeling like our hands are tied for a very extended period of time. Our hands might be tied to work, they might be tied to school, they might be tied to somebody else's needs of us or to the restrictions that exist in our world um, because of the pandemic. So really tied to those things that are external to us and the things that we feel are maybe limiting us a little bit. Um, so that can contribute to pandemic languishing. Um, pandemic languishing is also a, a stagnation. Um, it's that, that sense of Groundhog Day, if you've seen that movie, where you wake up and it's the same thing over and over again because we haven't had those key moments in our year that punctuate the year, that give us a sense of moving forward, that, that it's the same thing day after day without really anything to look forward or to mark a change. Pandemic languishing is not having the appropriate markers of success tied to appropriate goals because this is just life right now and we don't know how long it's going to last and we're not seeing progress in a lot of cases. Um, but more importantly, we're not seeing progress towards something of purpose. Um, we're just putting in our hours. We're just checking the boxes because we want to be at the other side of this. That's really where we want to be and we're just getting through. And it's a very, very efficient coping strategy for us to be able to navigate this pandemic and for us to get out the other end. But it still doesn't feel good. So it, the pandemic languishing is can be tied to restrictions, can be tied to lack of variety in your day, and that lack of progress towards something purposeful. So languishing on a gap year, it's still very possible. It is. A lot of students can feel this if they are not moving themselves forward towards the goals that they've set for themselves. And, and it's in part by uh, the pandemic and some of those other things that we just talk about. Um, but there are other things that we can do to address it differently if you're on a gap year. So when we're in school or we are working full time, there are certain parameters that we don't have the flexibility to change. Our job still exists. We have to get through to the end of the semester. There are certain things that are just there. That test is still going to be there. That assignment is still due and we just got to get through it. We just got to check the boxes and just move past it and wait for this to, to finish so that we can get back to a place of thriving and enjoying things again. But while you're on a gap year, you're still tied to those pandemic restrictions, but you have a little bit more freedom to decide what other responsibilities you want to take on. So do you want to be working? What type of work do you want to be doing? Do you want to volunteer? 
Are there personal projects that you want to take on? And the beauty of the gap year is that you are in control of when and how much of each of these different things that are happening in your life. You have the authority, you have the flexibility and the freedom to decide, I want a little more of that, or I want a little less of that, or this one's getting boring or overwhelming, I'm going to adjust it. I'm going to change it because we have more control when we have that flexibility. And we have that flexibility because a gap year is, by definition, a time of experimentation. And so if something's not a good fit, you have a permission to make a change. You have authority to switch it up. And you can find something that serves you better in this particular moment. At this time in life, we're not having a job to pay off student debt. We're not volunteering necessarily for an end goal of getting on a board of directors. We are not taking a course for grades. We are doing it for interest and for understanding more about ourselves. So you don't have to ride it out until the end of a semester. You don't have to ride it out until that paycheck. You don't have to ride it out until you get stock options. <laughs> you have flexibility, you have permission because it is a period of experimentation to get out there and switch it up. Now, this does come as a double-edged sword. So it's very powerful to have that authority and to have that opportunity, but it can also be very overwhelming because you are responsible for filling your days. And I think that it's really important to know that that's real. It, that overwhelm and that responsibility can weigh pretty heavily on you. And you might not always necessarily have all of the skills and know-how in terms of how to navigate that. So that's one of the reasons why in our signature program, The Gap Year Game Plan, we have weekly office hours that you can check in on a weekly basis so that when you want to change your schedule, when you want to change the activities, there's somebody there that can support you and give you a little bit of guidance. Um, the game plan also continues to have a community for brainstorming new ideas. It's not just up to you by yourself in your room to figure out what's going on. You can actually reach out to your peers and see what they're up to and get new ideas and get connected or even collaborate on projects together. If you find that you have similar values or similar interests, that community can really drive you forward. So on a gap year, in the same way, we don't need to stagnate on a gap year in the same way that when we are in school or when we are in a career, we have a responsibility to see them through. That idea of flexibility and that idea of intentionally switching things up is something that is very unique to a gap year. And you can switch things up every month to keep things really fresh. You can uh, switch things up every three months. So if you were listening to last week's episode on planning your gap year, I suggest actually planning in three-month chunks and have something different each three months because that keeps things fresh and exciting for you while you are out there and experimenting and discovering different things. So you really want to be able to plan to have that change in your plan to begin with, but then you can also be flexible as you learn and change. And as you have different needs on your gap year, you have the authority to be able to switch that up and experience different things. 
We also know that this gap year is a temporary situation. And so if you do find yourself tending towards this feeling of languishing, you know that there's an end to it. And that's a difference from this pandemic languishing. We don't know when this pandemic is going to be over. And so again, we're at the, the mercy of the pandemic itself. So we really need to be able to see our gap year as a temporary situation. This is a one year or a six month or a two year experience and that there is an end to it. And that gives us permission to make the changes that we need within that temporary time. And that differs from your more longer term, more formal experiences that are out there. Now, when we look at the idea of, of not progressing towards purpose, sometimes I get really discouraged by the use of purpose because it can be very overwhelming when we're looking at, at it as this existential meaning of life. What was I put on this earth to do there? It, it can be very overwhelming and too big to be able to understand and very frustrating when we don't know our purpose. Um, and, and sometimes we have this overinflated idea that we all should be living our purpose and we shall be working towards fulfilling our purpose. Um, but there, it can be smaller bite-sized pieces of purpose or, or different goals that you have that will help give you that sense of moving forward and moving forward aligned with your values and aligned with your goals. That's what's going to give you that sense of purpose. So it doesn't have to be a big life purpose. Your purpose could be helping your neighbor Perhaps they um, are immobile or they are a high risk and can't do their own grocery shopping. Maybe that's your purpose. Maybe it's discovering if um, uh, woodworking is the right path for you. And so you're going to explore that. Maybe that's your purpose. Or maybe you want to find a way to use your art form to make a career for yourself. Those smaller purposes, um, that smaller goal that you have can give you that sense of progress, can give you that sense of moving forward because it's smaller, it's compartmentalized. You take it in bite-sized chunks and you can see that you are moving forward. These goals are going to evolve with you. And as long as you can see that you are growing and changing, then that is a way to really combat this idea of languishing on a gap year. Now, for some people, it's really difficult to find that personal goal intrinsically um, for you to define what your own goals are for yourself. And that's totally fine. Sometimes we need to lean on those external goals and markers. So in the corporate world, maybe it's a promotion or maybe it's a raise or maybe it's approval from a supervisor. Those are all external markers of progress. Uh, in the school system, maybe it's a grade that you're moving up. Maybe it's finishing a semester. Maybe it's achieving a certain grade point average. Whatever that is, those are external markers. And that is fine because we need to feel that progress, whether it's intrinsically or ex extrinsic to us. So to help students with this and to help people on gap years with this, the gap year game plan has a built in award system and it's similar to the Duke of Edinburgh award. This is something that you can put on your resume, but 
not only is the final product something you can put on your resume, but throughout the year, you are working towards seven different pillars and badges that you can earn in order to make sure you are moving yourself forward and that you are achieving something and you are growing. And it's that external validation that you are doing it. So it's a really great framework for you to structure your year from and to work from. So that's really helpful. But it's also something to help guide you and to mark your progress. So for example, we'll take one of the pillars. We'll take the, let's see, we'll take the my wellness pillar. So it's a pillar all about understanding what you need in your life to be well. And that takes into account your physical wellness, your mental wellness, um, your, your financial wellness, all of those pieces of who you are. And in this pillar, you need to find some sort of activity that is going to help you identify what that is. So for some people, it might be that they need a walk in the woods every week. For other people, maybe they need to see a counselor or a therapist. For other people, maybe their nutrition is something that they really notice it changes their mood depending on what they're eating. So whatever those activities are, we then take that and and we, we shift that into a space where you can understand what that means for your life right now and then what, what that means for your life in the future. And those pillars are going to help you get a really good sense of who you are and what your future holds and what direction you should be heading in. So it's a way to give you those bite-sized pieces, those little kicks in the butt to keep you going and to mark that you are doing something that is going to be beneficial to your future. So really, really great opportunity to have those markers and to avoid some of that languishing that we might be experiencing um, if we don't have those markers in our lives. So the good news overall when we talk about pandemic or when we talk about languishing for both pandemic languishing and gap year languishing is that it can be reversible. This isn't a permanent state for any of us. Um, And I'm not saying this because... I'm, I'm toxically positive and that everything should be rainbows and you should always look at the bright side because sometimes we're in a state of languish and we need to be there or that is all we can muster right now. But once we recognize it, then we can reach out to get some support in moving out of that state. Whether it is a 180 move out of that state, you wake up one day and you're different or it's a gradual state where you're making incremental changes to progress out of that state. So in some cases, you might need a therapist or a counselor to get there. And in some cases, like one of the gappers I'm working with right now, it's finding a coach or a mentor to push you when you don't have that internal drive, when that languishing has taken hold and you need somebody to just give you that little gentle nudge. Or maybe you don't know what your next steps forward might be and you need that third party to be able to look at your situation and give you an external person's perception of what's going on and give you some guidance around what those next next steps forward might be. 
And really, to this is this is why I do the work that I do. This is why gap years are so important. This is why purposeful gap years are important. This is why structure is important um, alongside that flexibility. I want folks to be able to move themselves forward, but I know how challenging that that can be. And I want you to find meaning in the activities that you're doing. And I want you to find out what next steps are right for you. But I don't want your gap year to be a year of languishing. That doesn't feel good for anyone. And that's why the gap year game plan came to be. We are fundamentally human. We need community. We need guidance. We don't know everything and we need goals to work towards. So right now I know that folks are scared to commit to a gap year because they're scared a gap year is going to look a lot like last year with Zoom fatigue or, or lots of Google Meets and more time than we wish on social media and boredom and staying home and all of those n- things that we're now associating negatively with this pandemic situation. And I know that that these young people want, you want to feel like you're moving yourself forward. Even though you might not be ready or excited about school, at least you're checking a box. Um, because it's a marker of progress. It's something that society says that's the next step. And a step forward would feel good right now because we, we may be languishing. And that sense of moving forward can be so powerful. And I get that. We all want a change right now. And we all want to come out of this pandemic and see what's next for us. And based on the experience of students last year that I've worked with, that started in school if they were if they made that choice just to check a box it was not fulfilling for them it was not fulfilling just checking a box was not fulfilling for them and a lot of them chose to disengage from school after they started um and some others just just again just continued to check boxes and to ride it out until that particular part was finished for them So if you are ready and you want to go to university and college, go for it. Do it. That is not just checking a box. That is moving forward. That is fulfilling your purpose. If if you feel going to college and university is your purpose, then do it. But if you don't, if you are thinking about going to college or university to check a box, it's okay too. You can go forward if you you feel that is going to help you. But it's also okay to take a gap year. And it's also okay to take that pause and figure out how do you get out of that languishing so that you can step forward into college or university with purpose, with excitement, with commitment, and feel like it is fulfilling your purpose. There are ways to have a meaningful gap year even during a pandemic. And I would highly, highly, highly encourage you to check out our Explore, Dream and Design Your Gap Year workshops. We have them happening every two weeks this spring to get inspired about all the amazing things that you can do and to see what's possible. Get out of your head, get out of that box and see what is possible for you. I also want you to check out the Gap Year game plan and see what supports exist for you so that we don't get stuck in that languishing. Or if we do, there are resources you can tap into right away that are going to kick start and, and reactivate your Gap Year plans. 
Now, I also have another spot for you to check out. I want you to check out the list of gap year programs in on the CanGap website. We have tons of incredible gap year program partners that have incredible opportunities that will keep you active and motivated and having incredible experiences on your gap year. And they all have opportunities available to us this upcoming year. So check that out as well. So there's no shortage of things to do. It's just a matter of connecting with the right opportunities that are going to keep you out of the languishing and more into the thriving and flourishing zone. We don't want to be languishing. I want for you to be thriving and flourishing. And if there's any way that I can help you in that process, please don't hesitate to reach out. So until that, until next time, my friends, keep on adventuring.